0: This is Reality Realty. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage, Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time each week, we bring you Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty, your local real estate forum, where we take on, we talk about, and we interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. Today, we have co-host Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with the Broker Financial Group joining us. Good morning, Carol Ann.
1: Good morning, Dale, on this rainy morning.
0: Yeah, are you all set for today's show?
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm ready to put you on the hot seat.
0: Put me on the hot seat. Just just what I was looking forward to this morning. (laughs) So today's show, we're going to talk about managing expectations for both buyers and sellers in our strong seller's market. So mm-hmm. if you yeah and 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 that's something that needs to be addressed. Isn't yes,
1: it? it's a very pertinent <coughs> topic.
0: Yeah, if if you're thinking of buying or selling real estate in the future and you haven't done it before in I mean you may have done it in a seller's market but if you haven't done it in as strong a seller's market as we have today and Northumberland has never seen a seller's market this strong before. True. I- if you haven't done that, then the buying and selling of your real estate is going to look considerably different today
1: it's a game changer right now dale isn't it yeah it's a game changer
0: it absolutely is we're going to be looking at what you can expect to physically happen and we're even going to get into how that might make you feel (laughs) and uh and the, the potential repercussions and fallouts of a market so strong as this
1: yeah, it's not only a game changer; it's an emotional roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. I would say for buyers right now.
0: Yeah, and 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 more for buyers, and even those sellers. Sellers are, uh, you know, on the best end of a seller's market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, are there guarantees? Are you are you? Uh, we'll, and we'll talk about that. Are there yeah. guarantees with what's going to happen? And And where are you moving to? You know, where you're selling something, but if you're selling your primary residence, where are you moving to? Exactly. And and what's going to happen there? So we'll we'll address things like that (coughs) later on in the show. So let's get right down to business here this morning, and we'll take a look at Snapshot. And Snapshot is a look at today's residential real estate market right here in our county, Northumberland County. So there have been 180 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that's just one less than we reported last week. That leaves us with an inventory of 177 residential listings for sale. Now, if we look over the past 12 months at the average selling price of successful homes, that would be... 362,000 average selling price that remains the same from last week's report. On average, people have been receiving 99.5 percent of their asking price in a market time of 42 days. Northumberland County, as we (coughs) mentioned. And the subject of our conversation today, uh, Northumberland County is in a seller's market with an absorption rate of 102% based on the past month's sales trend.
1: That's crazy, Dale.
0: That's crazy. Uh, Last week, we reported 108%. Well,
1: I'm looking at your stats and, you know, way back when you had 24%. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This is
1: over a year.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, last week when I did the stats and I got 108% absorption rate, I said, whoops, I, I, hit, I hit a key wrong. Yeah. I knew, I knew <laughs> it was high, but I never figured one out over 100%. And uh, so yeah. I, I checked it again, and sure enough, it was right. Well, if you're interested in these sort of stats, I do post them on my social media at the end of every month. Uh, so look me up on Facebook or Google+ or Twitter will give you a link and you can see the month and stats for the county you live in Northumberland County I research these (coughs) Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information that I get from List Central and List Central is a local realtor component of the MLS system so if you're thinking of buying or selling a home you want this information to be area specific specific to the property type you're looking for or selling and the price band it's in. So what do you do? You talk to your local realtor because they understand these stats. They can figure these stats out for you and they can help you to know how they can work in your favor. Caroline, how about today's mortgage rates?
1: Yes, Dale. So as of today, you can get a five-year fixed as low as 2.49%. And the five-year variable as low as prime minus 0.75, and so prime is uh, 2.7 currently, so that would give you uh, an interest rate of 1.95%. And there's certain conditions that apply to these rates, of course.
0: And there's always conditions that Always conditions. That as, and, uh, as a matter of fact, I mean, you're, you're, you're reporting it as low as 2.49 mm-hmm. on a five-year fix, but there there was a rate you were reading about this morning a new rate that came out with conditions even more conditions it's a
1: special program, a special program. offered by one <coughs> of my lenders and uh, if you have 35% for a down payment and you qualify you could get 2.29%. Yeah.
0: So some some great rates. So it's th-
1: always good to to you know shop around because, because these
0: specials they they come up every now and again these promotions?
1: Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And and, and especially like the, um, the spring market, the spring housing market. So lenders will come out with quick close specials. So if you have a house that's closing within 30 days or sometimes they consider quick close 45 days, they'll give you a lower interest rate than if they have to, if you have a closing date of 90 or 120 days. So that's always good to know as well.
0: All right. Well, that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market here in Northumberland County. And I would just like to remind the listener that the views and opinions expressed by me, uh, co-hosts, guests of the show, or any of the articles that we uh, present to you do not represent... The views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, of any real estate brokerage, or of any other realtor. There simply are views and opinions at this time. So, Caroline, we're going to take a look <coughs> at managing the expectations of both the buyers and the sellers mm-hmm. in in this strong sellers' market. And and as we as we took a look there, we have an absorption rate of. 102% mm-hmm. and just for people's reference point keeping in mind and I mentioned this before traditionally speaking anything below 15% is considered a buyer's market from 15 to 20 is traditionally considered a balance market and anything above 20% is considered traditionally a seller's market so so if we were at 21%, we're in the seller's market. Well, right. we've just so blown by that right. at 102 now. It is such a a strong seller's market that it is actually it is worth being concerned about. It's not just a healthy, strong seller's market. It, in my opinion, it is something we need to be concerned about. Um, so we're, we're going to talk about <clears throat> what we anticipate could happen. I mean when i talk to a client and and i'm talking to say a seller i'm saying this is what i anticipate could happen
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we'll we'll talk about that and keeping in mind none of us know the future no, none of us no no realtor no matter how how deep we're into this and and how much time in our life we spend on this we can we can say in all likelihood this this could happen but nobody can really guarantee any of this and uh so we're, we're going to take a look at that. We're going to look at the trends, and and give 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 a person. If you're thinking about selling in the future, you're going to have a better idea of what you might experience going into this market. Another thing, Carolyn, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, another realtor that last week, and we were talking about the market because we we always do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always talking about you know my goodness did you see what this and this address just sold for and 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 quite often you know you you can't really validate some of these prices that are are happening and and this particular realtor very experienced realtor you know told me you know what 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 he was expecting and and he referred to the balance in nature and that um you know nature always ends up in a balanced place and so if there's anything extreme that's going on there's corrections that will naturally happen and bring and bring things back to balance and and that's basically we hear in the news about uh, people predicting that the real estate bubble is going Mm -hmm. to bust and and in the and the so-called bubble busting that's bringing things back to balance right? right and that's a painful time yes yeah no, uh, nobody, not very many people like it. Some people like it because some people invest at that time and they, they, uh, you know, make the most of that bubble busting, mm-hmm. um, the sort of period in time. But, uh, more people don't like it than like it. So what are we going to start with here? W- what do we look at here first, Caroline?
1: Um, what
0: how about viewings
1: yeah viewings so so in this market now mm-hmm. what's what can a seller expect in terms of viewings
0: well seller i guess what a seller can expect what what both seller and buyer can expect is is there okay f- take us back take us back a couple years and mm-hmm. um, in Northumberland County, when somebody would have set up a viewing, when a realtor would set up a viewing, they would set up a time slot, and it was usually an hour. Maybe, you know, it would be from 10:15 to 11:15 in the morning, or whenever it would be. And then, if we had another request, we typically would say, "Okay." Um, if somebody was asking for ten thirty, we'd say, "Okay, that's not going to work. We already have a viewing from ten fifteen to eleven fifteen. You can either I, I can check to see if you can go before or after or another day." Right. Well, that's all over now. Right. <laughs> that's all over now. That that just doesn't make sense. And and I know there was some growing pain when when our county started to accept that the best way for everybody was to have overlapping. And multiple viewings at a time, and 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 some realtors were just indignant about it. They they just, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not going to share the space with uh, somebody else and and their buyer, you know they they, they you know they thought they owned the space for a while, but the the be- the reality is, it's the only way that makes sense in this marketplace. What's going to happen <coughs> is you're going to you're going to book as many people in the same time as you can because it's one It's better for the seller because if you have if you have eight different people wanting to go into your house over the course of one day and you're going to book everybody in their own time slot yeah you're going to have
1: you're going to have that's not practical no
0: you have an eight-hour day yeah and and now each and every one of those so it's not fair for the seller because they could get they could get a whole lot of those in at the same time and not be removed from their home as much. And and I don't even think it's fair for the buyer to walk in there thinking that they're the only one possibly interested in in this home and having some false sense of security right that uh there's no urgency involved here. So so that the viewings I would say Right away, expect both buyer and seller. there's going to be multiple viewings. If you're the seller, expect to hear from your realtor a lot. Be mm-hmm. Be by your phone. Right? Uh, make sure your realtor has your <clears throat> home number, your work number, your cell number, that uh, email addresses that they can contact you, text you quickly or phone you quickly, because sometimes these viewings, people will people phone and say, "Hey, listen, I, get, I have a, a couple here from, from Barry. And they're in town. We were looking at things, and we just noticed your home. Can we get th- in there in the next half hour?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, sometimes that's not going to be practical because maybe things are going on at the home. Maybe you have a you have a, a family pet who will want to take a piece of their limbs off, <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't <laughs> been removed, and you're not there to r- remove the pet. So there's there's situations where it just doesn't work. But be prepared. For constant communication from your from your realtor, and and the other thing is <coughs> also be prepared not to be in your house a whole lot because
1: for that beginning period of time, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be an inconvenience for several days, perhaps.
0: Yeah, and and uh, if if there's a weekend there, you know, just plan something, plan to clean up the house in the morning, and and just. And just go, because right now there's such little inventory, and, that, and that's the reason it's such right. a strong seller's market. So, yeah, take it back a step. What makes a, a market so strong? Uh, uh, what makes a seller's market a seller's market? It's we have way more buyers than we have property for sale.
1: And that's been carrying over. From the last couple of years, too. It just hasn't all of a sudden happened that in 2017, we have more buyers than there is inventory. It's been a spillover from yeah. a couple of years, you, would you say?
0: Well, last year, <coughs> last year was a record year, 2016. Uh, we, we experienced uh, a seller's market stronger than we ever had. Mm-hmm. 2015, the year before... It was busier than 2014. I, I'd have to say, up until 2014, things were things were going along pretty steady, mm-hmm. to be expected. 2015 was a big boom. 16 was even larger, and now this year is it, 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 it seems it seems as though I mean we haven't seen what the whole year does, but so far every indication would say I, this is stronger yet. So. <coughs> So, anyways, those are some of the things to expect as far as the viewings go. The viewings
1: go. Go. Yeah. So, another thing that uh, seems to be a part of this strong seller's market is holding off offers. Can you speak to that and what does that mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. So, very common right now, (coughs) especially if you have property for sale, that's sort of in, in the wheelhouse of the masses, uh, something affordable, something that people generally will be be after. It's, it's not overly unique. It's not uh, super high priced where we don't have all sorts of buyers. Because like I say in, when I do the snapshot um, report every week, you know, I give a general for all of Northumberland County. I give the general stats, but... Things may be different for a home rurally w- than they will be in town. Things right. th- things may be different uh, in a three hundred and fifty to four hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar price band as they will be um, f- from an eight hundred to a million dollar price band. Like these, so that's f-
1: three fifty to four fifty. Is that sort of the hot well, the sweet spot? Sort of that's the price that the
0: the average the average selling price that we reported this morning was three hundred and sixty two thousand for our county, so there's the average selling price. So <coughs> basically, a lot of people are looking for affordable homes. Right. First time home buyers, they're looking for something affordable to get a start. Uh, people downsizing, going from their big four bedroom to something smaller, looking for something more affordable on that fixed income, and so yeah, uh, you know what? It'd be safe to say. That a, a 350 to 450 would be would be a you know I, I just pulled that one out of my head sort of thing, but likely for a good reason because that that certainly is a sweet spot so so what happens if you have a home like that uh, your your realtor is more than likely going to suggest that you don't just let offers come in as they come in that y- you establish before it's listed. A date at which time that you'll accept looking at offers Mm -hmm. so what happens is maybe maybe you set seven days you list it uh today on thursday and maybe next thursday you'll accept offers and and you even say a time right say we'll accept offers um next thursday at 2 p.m and you arrange a, a, a time, you arrange a place that you're going to review the offers. And then and then what you're hoping to do is you're hoping that those viewings we just talked about are going to be busy like crazy, mm-hmm. that you're going to uh, generate enough interest in your home because there's very few homes on the market and there's lots of buyers. And then next Thursday, we're, we're going to see at least two offers and maybe... Maybe a dozen offers. Right. It, it just really depends on how many people are looking at the time and, and how how sought after your home is. But that holding off of offers creates a situation where people know how many th- they know they're competing. They know how many offers they're competing against, and and that's about it. So then they say, okay, that that was the ask. That was and is the asking price. But if we really want this home. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to uh, bid an offer that's fairly aggressive. Right. So. So, I mean, that's that's what it is. So, what what does that mean for a seller? It means optimum price is going to mean the cleanest offer possible. And when I say clean, I mean without without very many conditions at all. If if any conditions at all.
1: And also, correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't mean that just you and your clients are sitting down looking at those offers. It could be another realtor coming in to present the offer for their client as well, right? So they have to be prepared for that.
0: Yeah, and and so uh, offers being presented, um, especially nowadays, we see more and more offers being emailed to the listing realtor. And some people are still coming in and presenting an offer and so they will they will walk through the high points of the offer with the seller and the seller's realtor present. And and, and and I mean and what's it mean so that's what it means for the seller to to potentially get the ultimate offer that they could possibly dream of for their home or not even dream of. Mm-hmm. I mean it can be so sweet. Um, and for the buyer for the buyer it means it means a lot of self control. It means going into an offer. Uh, you know, your expectations are going to into an offer, hopeful that you can get it, but don't fall in love with it because you just have no idea who you're bidding against and what they're willing to pay. And, and you need, yeah, you need self-control so that you're not sorry at the end of the day that your offer was accepted and you just paid way you're too way much money. over your head. Money. Yeah. Well, Carolyn, we're already, we're already at break. Folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland, 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break, and we'll continue to look at managing our expectations in a strong seller's market. I'm Laurie Stevenson, and you should be listening to The Search. What excites me is when magic happens in music. Sometimes it's live in concert, sometimes it's a carefully crafted concept album, and most especially, it's local music. Listen to what's exciting me right now on The Search, Sunday afternoons at 2 p.m. on Northumberland 89.7, Truly Local Radio.
1: Northumberland 89.7,
0: Truly Local Radio, is looking for a radio sales representative to call on businesses in the Northumberland County region. Previous sales or media experience is an asset, however, we are willing to train the right candidate. You are an outgoing and enthusiastic mature individual. You will be comfortable calling on local merchants, learning to understand their marketing challenges, and help them by providing solutions through advertising on our radio station. This is a commission-based position and can be either full-time or part-time. The more time and effort you put in, the more you will learn. For more information and to apply for this position, please send your
1: resume to info. At Northumberland 897.ca. Attention, Joanne Johnson.
0: Welcome back. This is Northumberland 897 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. Our co host today is Carol Ann Bryant with the Broker Financial Group. Um, and Carol Ann, before the break, we were talking about uh, managing expectations in the strong sellers market. We we're talking about the viewings, what to expect a buyer and seller should expect in, in a strong market like this. And uh, we talked about holding off of offers as mm-hmm. well and some of the expectations to have as buyer and seller.
1: And so, Dale, let's talk about if you do receive multiple offers on that day where you've designated to review offers, let's talk mm-hmm. about that, how... How are they handled?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We started we started talking about that a little bit. So either either a realtor is going to email or fax an offer into the listing realtor, or the or the buyer's realtor will decide to present it in person. And so you'll you'll determine a place. It might be at the listing brokerage's office. It could be at the home for sale, uh, and and then one one offer at a time. The seller will review those offers. Uh, usually if there's offers being presented in person, they're usually, I mean, my experience is I'll, I'll get those people in first so that they can be done. They, they might all be waiting in their car outside or if, if they're in the brokerage office, they might be in the, the lounge chairs. And we'll just call one person in at a time. doesn't take long. It takes maybe 10 minutes or less for each each realtor to uh, hit the summary points of their offer and then they leave. And after they're all done and the realtor and seller have reviewed them all pri- privately, mm-hmm. uh, then, then they make a decision what they're going to do.
1: And, <coughs> excuse me, you touched on how... Multiple offers affect a buyer. Do we sort of exhaust that conversation? Well, in terms of actually, having to okay, go actually, ahead. Actually,
0: you, you know, you make me think of uh, uh, this aspect. So you're you're looking. Just imagine the seller is there with their realtor, and they're looking at at offers that have just come in. Each each one has been presented. Uh, the ones that were emailed. Uh, were reviewed with, with their listing realtor and themselves. And, and now they start to sift through. And, and it'll be easy enough to possibly put some aside. That they, you say, you know what, that just wasn't strong enough. That mm-hmm. um, it's easy to put those ones aside. Now, here's maybe... Maybe there's one that just stands out so strong, and it's a no-brainer, and and your meeting is cut very short. Uh, but there, there quite often can be two or three that you're thinking about. Hmm. Let's take a closer look at these, because not necessarily is the not necessarily is the highest price offer the offer you want to take.
1: And why is that, Dale?
0: Well. Yeah, let's just say, let's just say you had a, a sale for three hundred. Uh, let's say three hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars, our our average um, sale price over the past year, and and you had something listed for say three sixty-two, and you get a you get an offer for three seventy. You get another offer for. Three seventy-five, and okay, you get one for three seventy with, um, with a with uh, a deposit of twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. You get another one for three seventy-five with a deposit of fifteen thousand, and now you get one for three ninety with a deposit of five thousand. Mm-hmm. So, what you have to ask yourself and is Will the one for 390 with five only five thousand dollar deposit will that actually close and, and and Caroline it's likely good for you to speak to what what are the expectations there because I mean the fear is the home is being sold more for market value can you can you speak to that a little bit
1: you mean in terms of the financing in what? terms
0: of the the that buyer successfully, successfully getting approved right because they only had a five thousand dollar. <laughs> Um, uh, deposit on a home that they way overbid.
1: Well, so, but how much do they actually have for a down payment? The The deposit isn't their entire down payment necessarily, right? So.
0: No, but I- I their deposit sometimes will be an indication of, of what they might be able to get their Ye- hands on yeah. for a d- down payment.
1: Well, yes and no, I suppose. I mean, some people a lot of their equity is tied up in their home that they have to sell, right? So do they have a home to sell or is it a first-time home buyer? So if it's a first-time home buyer and they're stretching themselves to the limit, um, you know, that's something you have to you have to consider. And with a first-time home buyer, if they only have 5% for a down payment, their ability to play that game of, of competing and going over asking prices is, is really limited.
0: Yeah, because... Well what what have I done here to our her sound? Because what what's gonna happen here is you, you mentioned five yeah. percent. So a, a lender a lender will let you buy something with as little as five percent down. 5% so down.
1: so if you now have paid for a house that requires you to now have ten percent down beca- because you've overpaid for that house, so now your down payment so the loan amount you've been approved for isn't enough. You need to come up with extra money. Well, where does that extra money come from? If if you didn't have it to begin with, now do you have family members that can pitch in? Like it's you know you really as a first time home buyer, you really have to have locked down. What is my max, and what's my game plan if I have to compete? Is there somebody in the family willing to pitch in some funds as a gifted funds if I have to go over what uh, you know what I was approved for?
0: Yeah, and, and so when you're sitting down as a seller. In that scenario, and you're looking at two or three offers and deciding which one you're going to go with. I mean, your expectations, and we're talking about managing expectations, your expectations going into that might just be, hey, highest price offer with the least amount of conditions with with our the closing date that we're looking for, that's the one that's going to win. But if you see somebody's maybe bid $50,000 over what you think the market value is, then that person's going to end up having to come in with their 5% down, plus possibly an additional 50000 to make up the difference, because the, lender's, the lender only wants to have um, the, the 95% in, yeah. in the game at, at the most. So So the deposit quite often is an indicator to say, don't worry, seller, we can handle... We know we're buying over market value, uh, but look at our deposit. We're showing you we can handle it. And, and I
1: and I guess that's a that's an expectation for buyers too, because typically in Northumberland prior <coughs> to just recently, what was the what was the m- most common um, deposit?
0: Thousand dollars, hands down, was right. the most common deposit. But but yeah, you're exactly right. Expectation for a buyer. In this market is, if you're going to bid heavily to, to win in a multiple offer scenario, you better come in strong with a deposit just to prove uh, that, you know, give, give the seller some indication mm-hmm. that you're actually going to be able to afford this home.
1: And, and do most buyers understand that that deposit check is going to be cashed? That it's actually going, like it's not just something that's sitting on a desk waiting to be cashed upon closing.
0: Yeah, and, and, the, and the realtor explains that it's, it's in the paperwork. I mean, just because it's in the documentation doesn't mean they understand it. But the realtor will, will uh, explain that that's what happens. It'll go into, typically, it goes into the listing brokerages um, trust account for deposits and is held there securely until until the deal closes and the money is put towards the the deal or until there is a a mutual release by both buyer and seller saying you know we both accept that we're both being released from this deal and the money will go back to the potential buyer or the third option is a court order if if something goes south on the deal and both buyer and seller can't agree to a mutual release and then then it goes to court, and the court decides what happens with that money.
1: So that's a good point that you brought up, too. So if there's a mutual release and funds are going to be released, um, sellers maybe need to realize the timeline of that release of funds? Because Ye- would some people think they're going to get it immediately, therefore they can now bid on another home right away?
0: Well, yeah, good point. and this this applies to a uh, strong seller's market or just any market but uh yeah And, and and you know what it does apply more to this strong seller's market because now our deposit numbers are going up uh i don't know like i i could just tell you prior to 2000 and you know 15 that uh even in 2015, likely, our, our, our most common deposit was $1,000. I really don't know what the most common deposit is right now because they are extremely higher and, uh, and, and they can be extremely strong. But, uh, yeah, if you're in this market and you're putting down a big deposit and, and, f- okay, a- and if there's a condition... Let's say there's a condition in the deal, mm-hmm. and maybe the condition is um, a home inspection, or it doesn't matter what the condition is. Um, if if for some reason you the buyer want out, and, and maybe it's even contractual, you have you have every right to be out because there is some condition in there, and and you legitimately want out. Um, I mean, you could have you could you could have a situation where. Even if, okay, let's say the people sign a mutual release, both parties, it it's going to take a number of days to get your deposit back. If you just did a personal check, um, it can take up to 10 days to clear in some brokerages. I've heard of some brokerages that have a policy of... It was, it was like 20 some odd days, I think wow. I heard. And, and sometimes it just, you know, things just take time. It depends where the brokerage office is. And, 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 and you hear stories of, you know, it took it took this person this long to finally get their deposit money because there was confusion. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. thought that it had already been sent out and it never was sent out, whatever the stories might be. But the, the thing is, if you put in such a strong deposit, and you're even if you're being released but you don't have that money yet and, and the ideal comes up the ideal home comes up tomorrow and you yeah, want to put yeah. your bid in and that was all you have for a deposit well you might have to skip that home because because your deposit's tied up yeah and you have nothing there so yeah that's that's a, a good thing to think about and when you're so
1: considering how much of a deposit check yeah perhaps y- yeah yeah but to not use up all your uh, funds? But you it's hard to say. You <laughs> need
0: yeah, you need to go in strong enough yeah. to be convincing that you can afford that the amount that you just said you could buy it for. Another thing that, that's coming to mind, Carolyn, that, that this is making me think about is is a firm offer a firm offer? And Good question. And yeah, and and you would think so because if if you come in with a firm offer, no conditions. Right. No conditions to sell a home, no conditions financing. Let's just think about financing. Mm-hmm. Then then that should just be solid. But I believe it, it, this is just my gut feeling that we likely had last year in 2016 more firm offers that didn't close than ever before, mm-hmm. due to somebody coming in without a financing condition, getting uh, the seller, choosing their offer because it was so strong, and then and then coming back to the seller, the realtor coming back to the seller's realtor in a few days or a week and saying, hey, listen, I know we got a firm offer, really sorry, but my my folks just aren't going to get the financing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You didn't need a financing condition, mm-hmm. but they were so they felt so pressured to come in without a condition that they didn't know that their financing could happen, and so they
1: went in anyways. So that's managing the expectations of the buyers in terms of financing. And do you want me to talk about that right now?
0: And and well, and and sellers too. Uh, ma- you know, you got a firm sale and. Uh, it ought to be firm. Mm-hmm. My goodness. And, and, and it, it's not like it's happening all the time. I don't want to strike a fear into people right. that, you know, you got a firm deal and it's not going to happen. But you know what? It, there's times when it hasn't.
1: So do you want me to talk yeah. about the financing part of it? Yeah. So my, and I've, I've talked about this several times on your show, as a buyer, for you to have the confidence that you are going to get your financing. You need to present, whoever's handling that financing for you, whether it's a broker or your, your local branch, you need to know that your documents have been reviewed. Your income documents have re- been reviewed. Your credit bureau has been reviewed. The source of your down payment has been reviewed. All of that stuff has been reviewed. Otherwise, a pre-approval just means that numbers were put into a system and your numbers fell into the right debt service ratios and now you have a rate hold for 120 days. That doesn't mean that you will get the financing because nobody's looked at any documentation. So as a buyer, be prepared to gather up all your documentation. And this is what I would say to be on the safe side. Two years T1 generals years notice of aje- assessment so recent so obviously we don't have uh, people haven't done their taxes and gotten their notice of assessments back for 2016 so 2014 2015 job letter letter of employment uh, current pay stub have all that at your disposal um, if you are wanting to do bridge financing your mortgage statement to show what your mortgage is owing on your house um That's something that you'll have to provide to show that there's the equity is there. Um, If your house is already sold, uh, the purchase agreement for your home, have that ready because the institution like have all your documentation ready to go. Some people, you know, they file things and, and some people have good filing systems. Some people don't have good filing systems. So then they're scrambling around. Oh, I know I got it in the mail, but I don't know what I did with it. Time is of the essence right now, wouldn't you say?
0: Y- yeah, absolutely. It'd do as much as you can ahead of time yeah, so that... It
1: alleviates the stress yeah. and it, it gives you the confidence that you can... You're going to get your financing.
0: All right. Well, that that's good information. And Carol Ann, uh, we're going to take a small break here. Folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland, 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Uh, Join us after this break and we're going to continue to talk about managing expectations for both buyers and sellers in a strong real estate market. We're going to talk a little bit about what happens if that holding off of offer date comes and goes. We're going to talk a little bit about what's it doing mentally. Uh, psychologically to to the the buyers what's it doing to the Realtors and um, what about a potential fallout if uh, if the market goes south we'll be right back why not come out and enjoy a fabulous movie going experience at the rainbow cinemas
1: playing March 31st to April 6th the boss baby rated G no free passes accepted Beauty and the Beast, rated PG, and Power Rangers, rated PG. Rainbow Cinemas are in the Northumberland Mall, 1111 Elgin Street West in Coburg. For showtimes, call 905-372-2444 or visit RainbowCinemas.ca.
0: Hi, I'm Gwyn Sheltimer, co-host with Felicity Signal Reed of Word on the Hills. Do you like books and stories? Are you interested in the world of writing and publishing? Each week on Sunday at 1 p.m., we introduce you to the writing and publishing talent right here in Northumberland. Listen to writers read from their work and get a glimpse into their lives. Join Felicity and me on Sunday at 1 p.m. as we bring you Word on the Hills, right here on Northumberland 89.7, Truly Local Radio.
1: Northumberland Security has provided security solutions for over 38 years. From transponder car keys, alarm systems, surveillance systems, and handicapped door operators, they cover Pickering, to Peterborough, to Picton, and everywhere in between. Northumberland Security prides itself on providing a comprehensive selection of personal and property protection at affordable prices with fast, courteous, and reliable 24-hour service. Located at 22 King Street West, Coburg. Call 905-372-8951 or visit Northumberland Security com the professional security team
0: welcome back this is your local real estate forum northumberland 897 FM's reality realty with dale bryant and our co-host today is 100% my favorite mortgage broker and not just in northumberland county but in the world wow yeah well, hmm. what else am i gonna say <laughs> <laughs> Carol Ann bryant mortgage broker with the broker financial group
1: yes well thank you dale
0: if i'm not that sold out then,
1: I'm in trouble. Yeah,
0: there's <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, that's that's a whole series of shows, and it's not real
1: estate. And and that <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah no that would be uh, another topic yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um okay Dale yeah. Here's a question, burning question. Yes. So you talked about holding off on offers to a specific date and time. What happens, Mister Bryant, mm-hmm. if that hold off date? comes and goes and there are no offers
0: well and and that is it so handling expectations and you know if if you're a realtor and you're talking to your seller and saying hey this is what we're going to expect we're going to list your your home here on on this coming monday and we're going to let people look at your home all through the week We'll make sure that the weekend, they get to see it on the weekend for those who can't see it during the week. And next Monday, in seven days from now, we're going to review offers. And and I I suspect we're going to... Maybe, maybe you're so confident because of what's happening. is you say, we're going to be getting multiple offers. And you're going to see numbers that are this high. Oh, my goodness. That's scary things to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I prefer to say, listen... Every everything leads me to believe that there's a really good chance <laughs> that we could see multiple offers on that hold off date, and if that happens, you know maybe the best thing to say is I would I would expect, depending on your pricing. You see, this all depends on your pricing. Is your is your pricing accurate? But you you might say something to the effect that I I suspect that our 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 weakest offer is going to be full asking price but then again if you if you have a seller who's thinking wow this is a strong market um why are we asking so low uh we we can't do that we we we're gonna we're gonna miss out on this strong market and then they ask they ask for a dollar value that's uh, a little higher Mm -hmm. well then, then maybe the way the realtor is going to talk to them is, is completely different. And they're going to be a lot more cautious about what they're anticipating mm-hmm. could happen. Because that, that can happen. It, it can happen. Even in this hot market, that that day comes and it goes and you don't have the multiple offers. And it's maybe because you were priced. Well, maybe because somebody, the buyers just weren't there. Mm. or Or it's going to be, and that's highly unlikely right now, but... It could be because you were priced a bit too high. Mm-hmm. Maybe people looked at it and said, "I really like that house and I wouldn't mind buying it even at the asking price, but I'm certainly not going to get in a bidding war when the asking price started this high." Right. So, that that's what could that's what could happen. So, managing expectations, um there's no nobody can guarantee a slam dunk. You just can't guarantee it. No. It, it, that's too scary. For a realtor to be guaranteeing things like that, uh, I, I think scary and irresponsible. Ooh, yes, I, I said it.
1: Okay, it's out there now. Yeah,
0: and so I don't. I don't think any of the realtors are guaranteeing anything.
1: So yeah. mentally, mm-hmm. ma- what's oh. happening mentally for buyers? Let's start with buyers.
0: Okay, it's, it's just outright depressing. <laughs>
1: if, <coughs> and you, yeah.
0: you you likely know this from talking to the. Buyers who are arranging mortgages, yeah, you know they're putting offers in. Uh, they're on their sixth home, mm-hmm. and they've been bidding mm-hmm. forty, fifty thousand dollars over asking price, and and, they s- and with no conditions possibly, and they still don't have a home.
1: Yeah, it's discouraging for them, isn't it?
0: Yeah, y- you must be talking to people that that are maybe venting a little bit mm-hmm. to you. Uh, is that is that what's been going on? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Th- and how long? How long do you think you've been hearing that sort of thing in in your industry?
1: Starting in 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely starting in 2016. People were, you know, it was unusual for me to do a pre-approval for someone and, and, and them not to be able to find a house right away. And, you know, then I'd be getting calls. Oh, we, we missed out on that one. We missed out on that one. And Mm -hmm. so I would say 2016 for sure.
0: Now you also do a fair bit of work in, in the Toronto, with Toronto clients and GTA Mm -hmm. clients. And, and I'm, I'm sure that's been going on for longer than that. Much with, longer. With those yeah, points, yeah. Much longer. Yeah. Um you know, and, and and then mentally speaking, uh, what's happening to realtors? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, I know what's happening to you because yeah. I see it on a daily basis. <laughs> so
0: so what's happening in buyers is is they're getting they're getting bummed out because they they wonder when will I ever get a home? Mm. Because maybe they've been bidding for four months now on homes or six months on homes. And not only did they not get a home, but the money they have to spend goes less far now six months later. Because right? the prices, prices have gone up. The prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, my goodness, we're, we're losing value too because we, we could only spend this much. And we used to be able to get this right. six months ago or a year ago. For, we used to be able to get this for our money. And today we're trying to overbid on only this much of a house. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's all we can afford. So the realtors, I mean, we're we're driving our folks around. We're trying to dig up the best homes we can for them. Uh, find out as much information as we can on all these homes, and we're writing up offers and we're trying to think of good strategies. Um, you know, a balanced strategy. Uh, trying to trying to help our clients land the home at the same time not overpay. Mm -hmm. for the home and so it's 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 hard on us because us realtors we're we're invested in our clients we we want to see them get the right house at the right price and we don't want to see them overpay no so so it's emotionally is it's hard on us as well
1: yes i know there's been a few times where you've had clients that have Called and said, Dale, I wanna, I wanna get in and see this house, and so you hustle up and you make the call, only to find out it's already sold. I've heard many ah from you,
0: yeah, (laughs) for
1: the last little while.
0: Yeah, and and it it
1: seems because it's it's happening quickly, and typically places are going fast.
0: Yeah, and typically that happens when, when we've set up some parameters for a buyer. <clears throat> and the buyer said, listen, Dale, we're we're going to look within this price range and within this maybe geographical area mm-hmm. and this many bedrooms, whatever the criteria might be. And then all of a sudden they see something on realtor.ca, something that I haven't forwarded to them, but something they've found on their own because it's outside of the criteria we looked f- uh, you know, that, that we set up, that we yeah. originally set up. And so you know what that could be five seven days later and they say hey how about this one and I go okay you know what if if you're you're thinking maybe you don't mind being a you know a little bit out of the geographical area we were looking at originally because because we haven't been successful yet and then I think okay and then I think get right on it and I look at that listing and sure enough um it's sold Mm -hmm. or or they have we I look at it in the morning and and I find out that in in two hours they're reviewing offers. <laughs> there's no yeah. way. There's no way we're going to look at it in that time. So so yeah, mentally, this is this is a, a tough a, a tough tough market to be in. Uh, just about for everyone, and and the same for the sellers. I mean, there's going to be chances are there's high fives and, and smiles on people's faces. But where are you moving to?
1: well yes if you've if you've been very successful in selling your home in Northumberland and you've got this fantastic price for it, but you want to stay in Northumberland county, you're either downsizing or upsizing
0: yeah so so then absolutely find out what you want before you go to sell right you know know you know you have a place to be before you're gonna sell and 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 and, and be certain about it and and because
1: that, uh, cause the rental space, should you sell your house first and now you're trying to find something, there's a, a lack of rental space in Northumberland County as well.
0: Just as difficult to get yeah. good rental space. And, and, and an interesting thing you just said, Caroline, is where are you going to go? Mm-hmm.
1: So maybe you want to set a plan.
0: Maybe you bought here in Northumberland County, you bought here three, four, five plus years ago, and your, your home just went up crazy in value. Maybe you have a kind of job the kind of job where you can look east and you can and you can say hey you know what Trenton Belleville Napanee Brighton Brighton but you know what Brighton's getting this too now Yeah. <coughs> their market's starting They're up starting so to heat up like so hmm. you might say hey let's look to the future because uh, we have jobs where we can relocate mm-hmm. and we c- can work from there that's that's a possibility for some mm-hmm. because You know, this whole thing, we had the uh, Toronto and then, and then it eventually swelled out to Durham Mm -hmm. and now it's swelling uh, like Durham has just been crazy for years and years and now it's coming out to us. So, so it's, it's forever growing until, and that's the other expectation, will this just keep going forever or will there be something that restores balance and order to this market? Right. And so, but one of the things you might want to do is consider going east, if you could, if you want to take advantage of, of this this market here. And, uh, and, and that's the other thing. It, it leads right into what happens if there's a fallout in this market. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are going to find themselves owning homes that are not worth what they paid. People are going to find themselves... With mortgages for higher than what the home is worth. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it corrects itself like that. If there's a, a, not just a flattening, but a bubble busting scenario. Well, and and
1: that's the thing, right? I mean, that's what happened in the States. The bubble busted. People were owning homes.
0: Yeah, and but but you know there they were allowed to get a mortgage with zero. Yeah, so there so there was
1: some different yeah. some differences there, but we're still talking about a housing market that has kind of gone out of balance. Yeah. Right. So how does it get brought back into balance? And that's what the government was trying to do when they changed some uh, lending requirements uh, in November 2016. And you know we are seeing. We are seeing the repercussions of that. We are seeing first time homebuyers especially who just, you know, they can't they can't qualify for what they were qualifying for before. And now with houses going up in value so much, like you say, now now their expectations of what they wanted to move into, they really have to adjust that. You know, we're going back to maybe, you know, the starter home, whereas a few years ago, first-time home buyers were moving into their their lifelong home right off the bat. There was no there was no stepping up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, d- did you have a question for me? <laughs> no, <laughs> or we I get I off track there. You know what? Um, we're
0: we're Carolyn, we're we're actually at the end. We're we're at the end oh. of the show. Um, all all I can say is this: it the prices in our county have grown so fast, so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, there, There is a danger. Is this just the new normal? Or or is this artificial? And is this way, way more and faster than it ever should be? Because if it is, and if there is a correction, uh, the finding balance and order is going to be painful. It's going to be very painful for some. And so, you know what, I, I would just say, folks... <laughs> Keep your heads on straight, but it yeah. The other, the other part is, if you need a house, you need a house.
1: Uh, I know you posted about this show on your on your Facebook and your Twitter, and on, maybe maybe some of your listeners would like to to comment on your post on Facebook what they think. Yeah, you know?
0: oh, I'd love send
1: a comment in and say what 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 do they think is going to happen to this housing market? Because this is an interesting topic.
0: Yeah, I'd love to hear from. Uh, Carolyn, i got to cut us off. We're, I know we could go for another half hour easy on this, but I, I want to thank you for being a co-host again today. Really good topic. It's It's worth your consideration, folks, if you're thinking of buying or selling in the future. Talk to your local realtor. Get the information that's going to help you make the best decisions. If you have any questions or comments about today's show, Or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca or call into the radio station at 905-372-2391 and leave me a message. And don't forget to join me, Dale Bryant. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage, Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. Join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland, 897 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks.
1: Hi, this is Lane with What's Happening This Week, the Port Hope Comedy Festival, Thursday night
0: at the Ganny,